I'm gonna put that on a shirt. It's gonna be That's the first really merch. That's gonna be the first merch Ooh. we have. Now I just gotta figure out how that's spelled. Is it like six W's or seven? Uh, can I get that one more time? Uh, can can uh, you get a me in front of it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm here today. And uh who 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 are you? Well, some call me two and two. Some called me Owen oh two. I'm gonna go with Dan. Who called you two and two? Because that's just wrong. You're you're not that good. I am now. <laughs> Point is, hey, it's fuck you, Dan. Everybody, fuck you, Dan is here. Fuck you, Dan. I am oh, here. Remember what I said that for like a good 30 seconds before getting absolutely housed this weekend? Oof. Yeah. Oof. Now, Clyde, I, I'm curious. If you had to describe your loss as a dinner dish, something that you would order for dinner at a restaurant, what food are you ordering? Oh, good Lord. You want me to describe my loss as a dinner? Yep. Oh. I assume it would be the homemade chicken tikka masala you had tonight because it looks probably not very good. It smells like it should taste good, and then you put it in your mouth and you go. <laughs> Did you put my team in your mouth, Clyde? <laughs> I, I, you know what? I think that's a fair, fair, and accurate description of what my team did this week. Is just uh, you know what? Yeah, I would describe it as a chicken tikka masala. That is absolutely correct. The worst of chicken dishes. Oh, okay. What you talk about? Right. You guys are just you're just wrong on both accounts. So Dan's here uh, because Tom's not here. Tom is or was on a plane and uh, is elsewhere still. I hope yes. you're having fun in elsewhere land, Tom. Mm. Um, so we got Dan to fill in. He'll be fine, I'm sure. We won't get into a fight. At all. I aim to fine. We we that's what that's what we shoot for here at whatever we named this podcast is just around fine. Just okay. We're just okay. It it'll do. Yeah, most most times it'll do. Anyway, Dan's here. I am. I'm here. And now excited. that I've asked Clyde to describe his loss as a dinner dish, Mike, I want you to describe your win as a dessert. Hmm. I'm going to go with a Rice Krispies treat. Hmm. Yeah. So go empty? Well, see, it's, it's sweet. Um, I'm not going to say no to one. And ultimately unsatisfying. Like, it'll do. But I want more. I want better. I want cake. I want some pie. Maybe some ice cream with that. I want mm. more pie. Who was the cake and ice cream of the week, then? Like, on my team or in terms of matchups? 
Ooh, let's go in terms of matchups. And I'm sorry that this is very food-centric right now. It's late. I'm hungry. <laughs> We're just going to go with it. Okay. Uh, hmm. The cake of matchups. Who takes the cake, Michael? I, but I assume that would be Tom, hashtag not here. Um, because, you know, he was the high-scoring team of the week. Um, okay. And trounced... Uh, was it Matt? Was it by Matt? Mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah. think I've discussed this before. Trouncing Matt's not difficult. I'm curious what you two think, outside of the highest scoring matchup, what is the best matchup of the week that you guys paid week... attention to, witnessed, saw, however you want to put it? Of week four? Yeah. What was one that you kept checking in on? I mean, I, I clearly kept checking in on our matchup just to see how bad it was going to get. Well, that's a given. I mean, I'm going to have to go with that as well, just because, you know, it's nice to see Dan win one. It was nice to see him win one. I really wish it hadn't been this week. Are you trying to turn your loss into a pity win for me? (laughs) Uh, It worked so well last week that I think I'm going to try it again this week. (laughs) Uh, No, I'll, I'll do credit to you, sir. Your team whooped my team's ass. Up, down, in the, like, with the players that you played, your bench, like, the people that you looked at, the people that you used to own. Like, anybody that you're, you have owned, looked at, or thought about owning did well this week. And my team doesn't know what football is. You said up, down, and then you said in the, and then you stopped talking. And then I want to know what the rest of that was going to be. I don't know. Like, sometimes I I just talk and let the sentence go, and who knows what's going to happen. Didn't go well on that one. But still. Does it it usually go well for you when you do that? No, no, no. To everybody's point, I should probably stop talking at some point. But that's why I have whiskey to tell me, no, no, you're fine. Keep going. I'm pretty sure we instituted a rule a long time ago, Clyde, where we asked you to end your stories at least two sentences early. Uh, yeah. And Whiskey told me, no, you need to go five more deeper. There's that one point they missed. Yes, yes. More deeper. More deeper. Whiskey is is that drink that's just like, no, no. Everyone loves this story. Keep going. Now, here's another matchup of the week type scenario I'm curious about. And I'm asking a lot of questions because I have a lot of things. I have a lot of thoughts and feelings because I sit here week in and week out and I listen and I listen and I shout at my radio and I shout at my radio and nobody else is there. And now (laughs) I have your attention. So you tell me, if you had to rename somebody's team this week, who are you renaming and why? I mean, for one, I'm happy about the 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 two renames that we had this week. Three renames that we had this week. I just saw Joe's. Uh, Eddie and Tom's beef that has exploded. I'm here for it. Um, I'm not going to pick a side, but if you guys could keep that up for a little bit longer, that would be great. Um, I think Cesar's team needs to be renamed because Tardy Taco's just doesn't doesn't say enough. It needs to it be It doesn't even begin to describe the tardiness of the taco. <laughs> we need now, more on, tardiness. Can I raise a point? 
Speaking of a tardy taco, I believe that, what was it, one, two weeks ago, you fellas had raised a point, when will we receive the punishment from Caesar? When will he make good on this, what was it, this giant bag of chili and taco? And you're that Caesar. It's been so long. Dan forgot what you're I supposed to do. I forgot what it was called. I've forgotten because I've just, I waited and I waited. And I don't want to, I don't want to wait anymore, guys. How, how much longer do I have to wait? And if I have to wait much longer, what do we add on top of this taco? I know kimchi was in the mix, but how much kimchi is not enough kimchi? Any amount of kimchi is more than enough kimchi, as far as I'm concerned. And when does this we back me up this, on that? When does this I, go to phase two? I, I I feel like soon, because it's been uh, you know a while since we 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 landed on the punishment. He had a month to do it. He had another month after that, and now we're in month two. And at what point do we have to institute some kind of league wide get your punishment done? Or we're going to just punish you for you. That sounds real dirty, and I didn't mean it that way. But <laughs> when does that happen? Well, you know what? I've got I've got another question for us. You know, you had brought up... Uh, Is this what you do? Is it like you just you just shout questions at your radio when you're listening to us? You're just like, but what is the what is your favorite animal? What, what, no, what animal is my team? Is it a jaguar? <laughs> I wish that's what it was. It's a lot of just... That. We, we should probably add a no. It's not even that. We should add. We should just add a segment of what it sounds like to be in a car with Dan while he's shouting at the podcast of his friends talking about football. It's. I have to imagine it's magical, and this is why I have so many questions because I normally just shout into the ether, and I don't have anyone to answer to me. And so now I have you guys, so I'm going to ask you these questions. And Clyde, you had pointed out that you wanted to see more of Eddie and Tom's feuding. If I do. If you had to pick another feud going on. If I had to pick another feud? If you have to pick another feud, who is that feud and when will it happen? I I want Cesar and Carlos to have a feud, but that would require you can't that... Pushing the Medina Bowl, you can't. I don't know <laughs> if it's going to happen anymore. I don't think this is like you keep uh, you keep trying to push it on us and it's bad. You keep trying every time. to make this a thing and I don't, I don't think it's gonna happen. It's never gonna be a thing that I want it to be. Uh I mean I want Mike to be in a feud with literally everybody. Like I want Mike and I to have a feud. I want you I am in a feud with everybody. Are you kidding me? Move on from it. Move on, sir. I'm the commissioner oh, of the fine. league. People are pissed at me constantly. I'm also the league champion like seven times over. Six. Sorry, is, I was I was adding right. this year in already. Mike is the patriot <laughs> of this league, always has been, and always will be. All right, I have a legit answer now. I have a legitimate answer. I want you and Matt to have a feud because it'll be entertaining as fuck. Uh, I don't so even what know. What starts our feud? What starts it? Well, let's look at what started me and Matt's feud. Nothing. He literally walked in a door. That started a feud. That's it. 
Actually, I think that it goes back. You. It was you. I, you sent threatening gifts to that man for a couple of hours. I, I think I think what started that feud is that I walked into this house and his dog loved me more than him as I left. I don't know what the fuck we were talking about. Dan was asking random questions about Jaguar's yes, no, butts. No, are we are we picking back up on the tardy tacos type question? Are we? Picking oh right, that's what we're. Let's cut. Let's come back to the, tardy tacos. Tardy. Needs to change his fucking name like to the tardiest of tacos. Uh, I don't even like tardiest of tacos. Doesn't even begin to explain how tardy he is on this taco. I I think the taco is a lie. That's where I'm at. Oh my god. We're not. His team need, team name needs to be Taco. The Taco is a lie. If he doesn't, we should. So then, what happens when we don't receive the punishment Taco? What happens? The, the punishment must be done. The punishment so, must be done. But what the happens? Punishment when the punishment stands. Is not done. The punishment just gets worse. So as, worse than making what we have asked him to make already. I mean, we can add kimchi to it at this point. We had two options when it came to his punishment. We had il timpano and the taco. Maybe he just has to do both. Really? What even was that? Are you spinning a top over there? No, no, I, I, I tipped it. And when I did, I went to grab it, and my fingertip, like, hit the edge of it, and instead of, like, settling, it spun. You are the clumsiest, <laughs> clumsiest man. Literally, I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here looking, that. I'm sitting here looking at how I must have done that. I still Ow. have no fucking clue. Point is, Caesar was supposed to maybe possibly, you know, we voted on a punishment for him. Maybe he just has to do two. He'll have to do both the timpano and the Taco Town Taco, because he thinks that he can take his sweet, sweet time. And just because we took our sweet, sweet time developing this punishment for him, doesn't mean he can take an equal amount of time in doing the punishment. Agreed. Moving swiftly into week five, gentlemen, I have questions. More questions, things that I need to shout at you guys about. About week five? I'm happy to talk about week five. Week four, it's a sore subject. Let's, let's talk about week five. So week five. I'm going to start with Mike. Mike, you are playing Carlos. Pause. We didn't do any matchup reviews. <gasps> we just, just jumping right to the end. I was like, no, <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. It's stupid. I hate it. You guys are dumb. This podcast is dumb. Well, then let's go back and do what we got to go through the matchups, man. Come on. Match-up. I know you're a rookie here, but you got to try to keep up, kid. Keep up. Keep up with me. I'm moving. I'm fast. I'm broke. I'm having a good time. See, this is why we don't do guest spots. They don't know the orders. Let's go back and do matchups. Uh, all right. Dan, as our official guest spot this week, I will let you choose the first matchup. Ooh. All right. Well, you know what? Looking just right at the top of the matchups is it's you and me. Of course you want to talk about you and me. Of course I do, because I need... A bright spot in my week. Well, Dan, let me let me uh do you a solid here and talk you up. Your team absolutely trounced mine. It was ugly. Uh and it starts right from the top. Stafford putting up twenty three is uh not too bad. I mean, 
Mahomes did put 34 and a half up on you, but that's about the only bright spot I have for the rest of the day. <clears throat> so let's look down yours. 30 points from Eckler, 20 points from James Robinson, 20 points from Jefferson. McLaurin throws another 30. Myers, 17 and a half. I mean, not to jump past your current thought. We need to highlight the fact that your kicker put up more points than a majority of your players individually. Anybody not named Mahomes? Yeah, T-Bass. 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 The new C-Bass, T-Bass, got 16.3 points this week. And if you think it stops there, oh, God, no. Uh, Devontae Adams was my second highest player at 12. Cortland Sutton at 7. My running backs combined got 11. So thank you, Miles Sanders and Chris Carson. You bums. Uh, Travis Kelsey, a normal 25-point player, got me 6. It was a pretty sad showing. I also need to go back for just a moment. Uh, so, looking looking more into our matchup, man, there's that, like, I'd like to say that I benched all of the good players this week, but really, I did. The only one that you Turn, could argue... Did you just call me Matt? No. Did I? No. Looking up the matchup. Ah, there we go. See, sorry, my brain stroked out there for a minute. I got <laughs> real defensive. I'm sorry. This is how I shout at least once an this episode, is- one of them calls me Matt, so it's bound to happen at some point. <laughs> you know what? I remember distinctly listening to some of the past episodes, and I know that routinely Matt does show up on the show. Is Matt here with us today? What's up, Dan? How's it going, buddy? You know what, Matt? I'm so sorry I didn't acknowledge your presence earlier. I just didn't really think that you were interested in conversing with us. You know, you've been so quiet. I'm still not in my mind right now. You know, I get it, man. I totally get it. After that miserable loss that you incurred, why don't we take a look at your matchup this week? That because is a great idea. You know Let's... what, Clyde? Take this one for me because I need a moment of silence. You know what, Dave? Let, let, let's let's take a moment of silence for Matt. And uh, Matt, I thought you were doing good. I thought you were on the up and up. A couple weeks ago, you got a win. I was like, hey, he's going to try to... Nope. 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 Uh, Kurt Cousins with 11. Saquon got 30. There's there's some bonus. Uh, Sammy Watkins. I can already hear Tom yelling at me from like eight like states over. Only got nine. Uh, Devontae Parker did good for you. 17 and a half. But uh, looking at the rest, nobody did anything on the offensive side of the ball outside. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A Mr. C.J. Mosley got Matt almost 16. Please hold. Please hold. You are jumping ahead of yourself. Okay. All right. Now that we're done looking at the offensive side of the ball, we can all give a slow golf clap. I'm sorry. I was just trying to defend you. We can all give a slow golf clap. You're welcome. To, uh, to Matt's defensive team because they kicked ass. 13 and a half from TJ uh, Watt, 10 and a half from Judon, 15 and a half from Mosley, as was alluded to earlier. They put in some work. But looking on the other side, Tom whooped his ass. Uh, Josh Allen with 23, uh, Jonathan Taylor with 20, 
Marquise Brown with 19. Mike Evans with 14. Devontae Smith with 19. Like, it just keeps going. Deontay Johnson with 24. Motherfucker, what happened? Not only was it Deontay Johnson with 24, but it was Deontay Johnson with 24, and Matt lost Chase Claypool. Matt also lost, and this is the most important thing that happened in this matchup, Julio Jones. For a week. A, a Julio Jones that I remember is in the midst of a trade or a bet or one of those things. Which one of those things is it? Uh, there is currently a bet on the table. Uh, At this point, yeah. I feel like yeah. it's a bet against both Mike and Tom as much as he likes to rub my nose in it. Anyway, looking looking back at this, Tom just straight up smacked Matt in the face. And it wasn't shit Matt can do about it. Yeah, like right in the face. Matt, I feel like you might need to change your team name from McClean It Up to McGimme Me a Band-Aid or something. <laughs> McStitches. I need McStitches. McStitches, yeah. McStitches is pretty good. McStitches is pretty good. Matt, please change your team name to McStitches this week. That would be wonderful. Thank you. That's the next t-shirt idea, by the way. McStitches. McStitches? I, I, like I love it. it. I like it. Speaking of McStitches, what we got next on the, uh... Damn, who Ooh, are we talking you know about what? now? I feel like if anybody is going to be a McStitches-type scenario, we're going to have to jump straight to Joe versus Cesar. He's going to need some stitches after the 20, what? Was it 22 points, or was it 18 points? I don't Oops, know if something correct me, we have a chance. 18 points. 18-point loss, not that bad, but it's against Joe. That's a pretty significant loss right there. I think he's going to need some stitches after that one. So, I mean, honestly, honestly, Joe had a bad week and still won by 20 points. A bad week, and he had 202-plus points. Uh, would you like oh. to discuss why he had a bad week? Let's look at his what? bench, guys. Jalen Hurts on this bench with 29 points. Cordell Patterson, I don't even want to say this number because it's fucking ridiculous. Uh, 37.72 points on his bench. Leonard Fournette with 16.5. Uh, Kareem Hunt with 16.5. Antonio Gibson with 15.5. Joe, you got too many fucking running backs. Tyler Boyd with 20 points. I mean, it's ridiculous. His bench would beat my team this week. Hands down. There's no doubt in my mind. It's like... Joe, your entire bench is another team. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to have to ask the two of you. If Joe's bench was a team, what would Joe's bench's team name be? I'm going to come back to that. I was joking earlier that his bench would have beat my team. His bench would have legitimately beat my team this week. Joe, your yeah. bench is an entire yeah. other team. We have an 11th team in the league. So I think here's here's what I propose. Since Joe is now a nuclear superpower, Joe has to play two much matchups every week. Ah, yes. Versus his opponent and the other versus his own goddamn bench. Versus himself. Yeah. This is the best cage match we could have come up with. If Joe does not outscore his bench, he gets no wins. He goes over for the week. Even if he wins his regular matchup, if he doesn't beat his bench, he loses the matchup. I like it. This is good. 
Uh, on, a, on another note, on Joe's team, I, I am 100% behind the nicknames he has for his team. I wish, oh, we, could, I wish we all did that. Uh, because they're fucking great. They're just great. When you have a moment, everybody just take a look. Uh, I'm going to give you a couple snapshots yeah. here. Uh, Lamar Jackson, Novaks, no problems. Uh, Adam Thielen, Minnesota Vax King. We Joe, you might be 3-1 and one in the league, but you're 4-0 in my heart for your nicknames. I think that that brings us to our next mm. very, very uh, interesting matchup. Our I mean, own... we didn't we didn't talk about Caesar's massive failure yet. Well, we oh did, but then gosh. also there's his team. You know what? Uh, I'll, I'll just throw out some stats here. I mean, his team underperformed. He had a couple of good ones. Uh, DJ Moore did get 33 points, so kudos to you there. Uh he did get 21 points from Najee Harris. Maybe he's turning a road here. Who knows? Uh, but the rest of his team, woo, buddy. Didn't help that uh, Delvin Cook kind of hobbled a little bit and only got six points. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins with a down day with only 10 points. Odell Beckham can't play football with Baker Mayfield for some reason because there is a god of football somewhere. Uh, TJ Hawkinson only got eight points. So, like, he had a down week to begin with, but it did not help that he was playing Jeff. Oh, also Brady with 12 points and his return to New England. I mean, he he did get the record. He got the win. He got the game ball. I don't know what else you want from the man. But did you see him getting the record? It was like the most unceremonious thing of all time. It's like, But it's also perfect because he got it on the referee spotting yeah. the ball further ahead than it actually yeah. Like, it's perfect Tom Brady's career. The ref intervening on his behalf. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the best part about this is that the only comparison we have to the situation is when Drew Brees broke the record, like, a couple years back, and they stopped to throw a goddamn parade in the middle of the game. Like, I'm surprised that parade floats didn't go right down the middle of the foot, like, the entire thing. Like, it was an entire show. You know goddamn what? Right. I had this wonderful segue and forgot about Cesar in the process, and I apologize, Cesar, but back to the wonderful segue. Tom. Tom is 4-0 oh right now. Clyde, give us, give us your breakdown of, of the Tom and Matt matchup. The nearly 40-point lopsided matchup. We did that already. We did, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Fucking rookies, man. God damn. Fucking rookies, Every man. God damn. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it over for you, Dan. I got you, I got you covered. Please do. Yeah. Please we're gonna do. we're gonna drop from uh, Joe, and we're gonna take a look at. Just go back to the top. Just to loop Tom in, Tom's new rival, uh, Eddie, whose team name is now fueled by Tom's insolence, and really, uh, this was a fairly even matchup, right up until you get to Miles Gaskin and Tyreek Hill, who are on opposite ends of the fucking spectrum. And I can hear you from here, Carlos, yelling at me about Tyreek Hill. And I hear you. Just pipe it down. I don't need to lose an eardrum to you screaming about Tyreek Hill more. I get it. I was slightly wrong. Happens. Tyreek Hill put up 47.5 points this week in a score that I didn't believe was ever physically possible in our league. Um, but to counteract that, Miles Gaskin got .3, so... Looking down, Eddie Eddie tried. Uh, Aaron Rodgers got twenty three. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers twenty three to Dak Prescott's twenty eight. 
hit Derrick Henry's 25 to Montgomery's 22 before the injury. Uh, I will say one of my favorite pickups that um, Eddie has picked up is uh, uh, Diggs, Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, worked out really well. Like just he the, has five interceptions the in man four games. Keeps yeah. going. So good on you, Eddie. Yeah, honestly, uh, both teams played really well. Um, there is a lot left on the bench in this one, so they both have questions to ask themselves. Uh, but yeah, overall, this was a great matchup. I think if I'm Carlos, I am uh, giving Tyreek Hill a big old kiss on the cheek, saying thank you for his fifty fucking points. Um, what's what? What I think is interesting is that uh, in order for Carlos to get by Eddie, he required Tyreek Hill to get fifty points. Yeah, it's like it's... if Tyreek Hill has a normal day. This is a much closer matchup. Mm-hmm. Carlos maybe still takes it, but it it could have been a Clyde much if, uh, if Tyreek just has like a normal wide receiver one day. Yeah, you take thirty points off that score, and it's much closer. As a matter of fact, he loses. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I mean, Carlos, I can hear you already. A win is a win is a win. I get you. I get you. And uh, maybe next week, you know, we'll see what happens. But yeah, no, uh, pretty good matchup here. Uh, I was rooting for Eddie a little bit just because of the team, but you know, can't win them all, Eddie. But I mean, I assume you can win at least one or two, right? Come on. So Dan, that leaves us with who's left. Does that mean you? It's not Eddie no. Carlos. It's not the tardiest of tacos. Oh, it's it's the one and only Night Pigs and the Red Rifle Association. <laughs> Mike. Both of whom should probably work on their team names, if I'm honest with you. Night Pigs needs to go. It's bad luck, and I don't like it anymore. I'm open to suggestions. And uh, Red, Red Rifle Association worked when he could play football. But uh, now that the... Uh... Perhaps at this point, we're looking at the Red Rocket Association. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 so let's, let's, let's take a gander if we if we if we can at this matchup and uh mike let why don't i let you take the reins on this one tell me tell me tell me what happened here well i won um by the lowest winning score of the week so that's cool uh i'll take it because i need it um kyler murray doing kyler murray you know the the uh having an mvp caliber season i am here for it um Zeke did great. Love to see that. Aaron Jones, not so much. Uh, my wide receivers suck for a second week in a row. Um, and I'm, I'm not even going to like single one out as like, oh, this one did okay. No, all of them need to do better, and they are on notice. Ooh. I'm sure they will all hear this. I'm Ooh. loving the pep talk. I'm loving the pep talk. I mean, Noah Fant <laughs> all of them. That is- That's what I'm saying. Noah Fant. Goodness. The wide receiver one on my team, Noah Fant. Landry outscored most of them he's a linebacker actually he's a d lineman ah ah a d lineman a linebacker in a d lineman spot or vice versa yeah i just want to pat myself on the back for the logan wilson pickup and i can't believe that y'all allowed me to do that because he should have been picked up like two weeks ago and then he was just sitting there and he was just sitting there and then i got him and it was 
great. Thank you. Ten and a half points is his lowest scoring game. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for Logan Wilson long term uh, because I own him in a couple dynasty leagues. It's this is his third year in the league, and he's turning into a pretty damn good linebacker, dude. Uh, I'm gonna give myself an award. It's gonna be pickup of the week, and that's gonna be one Jamison Crowder and his 19 points on the bench. Jamison Crowder, wide receiver, one on my team. Yay! I mean that that feels a little actually no. Technically, it's Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney. Sorry, Mr. Mooney. Well, I mean, just looking at your bench, you had some good receivers. They all sat on your bench. Yes. Yes. They all decided to not. I think think my team is a good example of this kind of like weird phenomenon that I'm seeing this year in fantasy football. And that's just it. This is the smart play. This is the good play. This is traditional play i'm gonna play this receiver. i'm gonna put keenan allen in my lineup because that's what you do you put keenan allen in your lineup and then jameson crowder lavisca chanel and darnell mooney score more points and that's just kind of what's happening this year let, let me be very clear had you put chanel over tyler lockett i'd immediately ask if you were okay Are i okay? mean i think all of us would have uh right. if if you put jameson crowder in over keenan allen I would immediately have to check you into a mental asylum of some sort. That's what I'm saying. Nobody's going to do that. But that's kind of the way this year is going, is you look at your studs, you look at the guys you drafted in the top seven rounds, and you go, all right, well, have a seat. I'm taking the guy I got in the 22nd round after I picked up my entire defensive roster. (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, I think I've I've said this a couple weeks in a row now, that you had hard choices to make. But you couldn't make the right ones because they're the wrong choice 99% of the time. Right. So does that mean that he's making the right choice or the wrong choice each time? I'd say two-thirds of the time he's making the wrong choice by the look of this. It's it's both. I'm making both the right and wrong choice. Yeah. On, On paper, you are making the right choice. So I played Eric this week. Yep. And, uh, you know, he, he made moves. He did some things. Uh, most of the things that he did were done to him, like uh, Joe Mixon getting hurt and uh, that kind of thing. But, you know, Calvin Ridley kind of showed up this week. That's that's different than normal. J.D. McKissick, who he played in his roster for some reason. Oh, because McCaffrey was hurt. Uh, so McKissick got the start there and actually got like 17 points almost. Like, that's a pretty solid fill-in. He got like so myself. He got like eleven of those on one play by accident. I mean, accident yes. or not, it was a great play. Oh, it was my favorite play of the weekend. Honestly, it was glorious. It was beautiful to watch. It wasn't a touchdown though. If you think about it, his other option could have been Kenny Gainwell, and, and you he know did gain well, and he did in fact gain well and got him nearly twenty-one points on his bench. Kitty Gamewell right now is in a prime position because the Philadelphia offensive coordinator doesn't know what the fuck he's doing at all. So they are constantly down or trying to play catch up. And when you're trying to play catch up, you're running out of a two minute offense. You have him in the backfield because he can catch and run. I hate the Philadelphia offensive coordinator so much. He's ruining Miles Sanders for me. Not that that's hard to do, but still. I was about to say, how has that man wronged you? And then I remembered, 
you have my Alzheimer's. I mean, you, you can ask. I, I've talked about this for like three straight weeks. I, I hate this guy so much. And it, it like, it would be easy to say to his credit, they're three and one. They're not. They suck. They're awful. That team is bad and he should feel bad. So that was, you know, I think pretty much the, the matchups in review uh, this week. Not great. I mean, nothing really close. Nothing. We're it's still, you know, relatively competitive. I mean, let's do a standings check really quick since we're talking about it. Uh, we got Tom in first place at four and O. Oh. Joe shoots up to second uh, at three and one. And then we have one, two, three, four, five teams that are two and two. Uh, Clyde, you're in third. I'm in fourth. Uh, Mr. I'm not going to do my punishment ever is in fifth. Eddie. I'm sorry, Carlos. It's very confusing because then he's got Eddie in his team name. Carlos is in sixth. Just above Dan yet again. That has to sting a little bit. What specifically? Well, you were in 10th, Carlos was in 9th, now Carlos is in 6th, and you're in 7th, and you just can't quite edge him out. You know what? I'll edge Carlos another time. Right now, what I'm concerned about is I'm not in last place. I didn't go 0 and 4, and that excites me. We don't have any overs this year. No. We do not. I did not want to be the first one or the first for myself. I don't think I've ever gone one and three. So that was a new experience for me. Um, I didn't want to be the league's first oh and four. And I avoided that and I'm happy about it. And now I'm going to move forward. And then, yeah, bringing up the rear with the one win teams is uh, Eddie in eighth place, fueled by Tom's insolence all the way down there. Uh, Matt at ninth, and uh, Eric is in last place. So that's the the standings in review. And uh, what do we got coming up this week, guys? All right, uh, Dan, you want to take this week five? Well, let's start top down. The top down, looking at it from my perspective, is I am going to clean it up against Matt. I mean, probably. Give it how I mean, team it works. looks like it's supposed to be a pretty, pretty close matchup. So I'm not going to hold my breath, given where I'm at in the season. But moving swiftly on to the next one, Clyde, you and Tom have your first bout of the season. And Clyde, you are projected ahead of Tom. Now, whether that's because he hasn't adjusted his lineup yet or just because of how it truly is, don't you shake your head. I don't know if that's a nod or a shake, but two different things just happen right there. But this is going to be an interesting matchup, I think, going into this week. I think if uh, if my team remembers how to play football, I can win this. And uh, I would take extra joy in being the person to take away his perfect season. Because I know in the back would of his mind, that's what he's thinking. that make you a real team, Clyde? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I think Tom might think of this as his first real challenge of the season. Speaking of real challenges, our next matchup following yours is Joe and Eddie. 
projected a mere eight points apart. What do you think? Trap games, man. They exist for a reason. Joe's team is impossible to predict on a week-to-week basis because there are too many uh, lineup combinations to make. He can so, pick at least one of two teams to play. Well, what what I think is what's going to happen is close to what happened this week where he's going to make his calls, he's going to pick his players, and, I, he, you know, Joe, Joe with, his, with his team, I mean, it's a great team, but uh, he has too many options. He, he runs the risk of overthinking his lineup every week. So what you're saying is Joe's biggest opponent every week is not the other team, it's Joe. 100%. 100%. It's a fair assessment. I would agree. That's all we're all disrespect, all disrespect meant to Eddie. Oof. Shots fired. <laughs> can't wait for Eddie's team name, Eddie. Yeah, I was about to say, I can't wait to see Eddie's new team name, fueled by Mike's insolence. I am aroused by this next matchup. I'm not. I'm actually kidding because I know that Eric hasn't adjusted his lineup. He's at least missing one position right now. I believe it's a wide receiver position, um, which is probably why his projection looks so low in comparison to Cesar right now. But I don't know. Do we think Do we think that Eric can pull out a win over the tardy taco? I think he's got a shot. But you're right. He's missing a wide receiver. He just got a new couple running backs, so we'll see if he wants to use any of them. I, th- I think this one depends entirely upon whether or not we get performance enhanced or performance dehanced Caesar. Like if we're if we're if we're doing Adderall this week, it's gonna be great. If we're if we're combining that with some other substances, whatever those may or may not be, allegedly. Oh. Then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, I think I think if, if, if Eric was going to get a bounce-back win, this would be the time to get that bounce-back win. Uh, I, I know I know we've been joking about getting someone else back to the uh, bottom spot. I'm intrigued to see Tardy Tacos Part 2 uh, when we get to the end of the season, and he's still in last place. Like, do you just make the taco... And then do it again. Like, is it like an eight-layer taco? Right. You you have to you have to make the whole taco, and then you have to take that taco and just put that inside of the taco again. You just have to do it again. Yeah. That, that seems like a mess. It's it's the Taco Town double stack. Oh, God! I oh can already God. hear the Guinness World uh, Book of World Records like drooling over this. I want nothing more than to set a Guinness World Record with one of our league punishments. That is my actual dream situation. The Night Pigs and Eddie Gein's Bazaar, our one and only commissioner and our one and only Carlos. Yeah, I think you know. I I think this one, not to not to toot my own horn. Mm, um, don't do that here. But I think this it. one has matchup of the week potential. Because even though I'm currently projected for roughly 20 points over Carlos, my wide receivers have done absolutely nothing for the previous season. And Carlos has a shiny new Zach Moss in his lineup. Mm-hmm. 
I cannot wait to watch him beat me with Le'Veon Bell out of nowhere getting 20 points the same day that Josh Gordon comes back and also gets like 30 points. Oh no, did you, did you not hear that Le'Veon Bell's going to be the lead back this week? I just assumed that he's just going to start every other fucking week. Every, every, every week they're just going to start a new running back in Baltimore. Anyway, I think that's all the matchups this week? Coming week? I, I think that is. What do we think? Because uh, we've had two relatively uninteresting weeks uh, in a row. We feel we feel in week five, or are we thinking uh, tune this one out too? I'm I'm feeling week five is going to be. I mean, week four is always one of those weird weeks where it makes or breaks your spirit. I think week five is going to be. It's going to be interesting. We're leading into the bye weeks, and unfortunately, coming off a lot of injuries, I think that this week is going to be defining for a lot of teams. So is is this kind of the the inflection point? You know, is this when if you're at the bottom point of the league, are you starting to worry? If you're at the top point, you're like, all right, maybe I got to like adjust some things, fine tune a few things to stay up here. Like, is is this the point in the season where you're like, if I'm bad and my team is underperforming, I'm blowing it up. Let me be very clear. If you're one and three, you're going, oh, God, oh, God. Uh, and if you're not Tom, the rest of us are going, eh, could be better. Unless you're Joe, who's just like, never mind, I'm good. Just count me in. Just go ahead and pencil me in for the playoff spot. Everybody else can fight for the other ones. I I feel like there's, there's a fair amount of things that can happen in this week. I think that week five is going to be a pretty defining week for our league in general, now that we've got what is it, 17 weeks worth of games rather than 16, I think we're going to have a lot of weird stuff happening. Like a lot of the, you know, I think one of the things I thought about pretty early in the season was, you know, now that we've got an extra week's worth of games, some of those weird injuries that we might necessarily see somebody come back from sooner might be later now. And so I think we're going to see a lot of the week four you know, kind of heebie-jeebies are going to bleed into week five. And uh, I don't know. I think, uh, Mike, I think you're right. I think your matchup with Carlos is going to be kind of a, a mood and trendsetter for the rest of the week for us. I, I honestly think we're getting into the weeds in the league. Like, this is where your your team makes your breaks. Uh, like Mike said, week four is where you start to reevaluate. Weeks five through about now probably 10 or 12 is where you figure out who your team is you know you know what to expect when you're going into the playoffs by about week 12 you know you're going to make the playoffs or you're right on the edge but right now is where you start to figure out am i going to be good am i do i have a chance at this and you'll start seeing i think in most seasons you would see a lot of trades ramp up towards the end of that you'll see like you've already seen two in the last week uh most seasons you would see a lot more going forward due to the severity of the trade and the the the, just the sheer size of the trade that just went through i think a lot of teams are going to be very hesitant for the next couple weeks but don't be surprised towards week 10 
uh, you start, or not even 10, like week eight, you start seeing a lot more teams looking to try and get better to get back up in the standings. Uh, so I think it all starts week five. You've got two matches with two two teams. You got some one and three teams that are trying to get back in there. It'll be it'll be an interesting week this week. Do you think that week five is going to be better for the top half of the league or the bottom half of the league? There there's going to be a disparity. There really is. There, there always is in this league. There's always one or two teams that are winning twelve games, thirteen games, fourteen games. Fuck you, Mike. Uh, yeah, like I, I, there are gonna be teams at the bottom. There, there always are, and they're usually Cesar, Eddie, and you know that group. Matt's a new inclusion. He's usually somewhere in the middle. Eric's usually somewhere in the middle, so it's weird to see him down there. Uh, but I have more faith in Matt than I do in everybody else in that group. So I'm rooting for um, him, Matt. If your team could stop sucking, that'd be great. You, you know who else that you're, you're sort of like glossing over in terms of being at the bottom is uh is dan yeah yeah you you know what you're uh you're one and only right here i'm sitting at number seven right now um you just kind of unintentionally gave me the middle finger during that entire speech oh i think that was on purpose you're in the middle oh you're in the the you're not quite sure where you're gonna go yet um I, I think you have the potential to finish in the middle. You also have the, finish, the potential to finish dead last. And believe me, I'm here for that. I would Do you mean this week or just like season long? Like, season are you long. are you predicting now that Dan might gonna, finish in last place? Yeah, I'm looking at the long term. I'm concerned here. that you just put me in the middle and then the last. Yeah, you didn't that, even give me the opportunity to go to the playoffs. You were just like. Well, you are in the middle, or you're going to finish last. Let's move on to the next person. Yeah, I say by that. All right, well, that makes sense. Uh, no, no, no. This sounds like a this sounds like a bet opportunity to me, and I am not going to let it go by. <laughs> bet on your own teams. Bet rivalry. Who gets, who gets into the playoffs? Me or him? Yeah. Me. What happens if we? Well, both Dan's going to bet on you. This is bullshit. <laughs> what happens if we both get into the playoffs? Then one of you, actually, presumably, you would both bet on on you know your own team, so then and you would both I win. I propose that we have the most legitimate thumb war to settle the bet. I have a question. What makes the thumb war that you will have to settle the bet the most legitimate thumb war? All right. One hand behind the back. One person behind the person thumb wrestling to ensure that the hand remains behind the back. And then I'm on the edge of my seat. I am I am so I think I think you should have to get um like the the really long like like French nail like like press on nails and then uh whoever wins cannot break the nail. You can't break the nail on the way. No, here's the thing. I think we have to go like full arm wrestle we're going to have to put our elbows on a table. We're going to have to put our forearms on a table. And we're not going to be able to move. How and if you move your elbow from the table, that's it. You're disqualified. I, I think you should do a slap a fight. Slap fight's more fun. Do a slap fight. I can't slap that man in the face. I can't. Well, he's got the beard. It's cushion. It's not fair. I mean. It really is. And it's getting thicker again. So it's like, uh 
Um, Dan, mm. you're new here, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say rookie closes out the show. Well, I've enjoyed this. I've enjoyed hanging out with you, gentlemen. I've enjoyed going over the weekly matchups, all the questions, you guys understanding that I shout at my radio while I listen to you guys. It's been wonderful. This has been a good time. I hope to do this again soon. However, in the process, I would like to know that the next time I do this, I am kicking the shit out of both of you so that I can just talk shit the entire episode. You you did shout at us much less than I expected you to. It's um, been a restrained. It's been a restrained. I'm gonna call it a two and two attitude. As as somebody that's been doing this for a couple weeks, I hope you do come back. Uh, one, two. Don't hold back. So your team sucked. That doesn't mean you can't talk shit. Excuse you. We're going to have to roll that back for a second. Did you say my team sucks? I would like you to go back to the time when you recapped my team that got almost 20 and 30 points apiece and beat you this week. I think due to, like, you know, according to the transitive property, Clyde, that that means your team sucks more. And that brings me to my point. Even if your team sucks, you talk trash and you go in hard. A, a lesson really for all of us here in the league all you quiet motherfuckers down there at the bottom talk some shit carlos talk carlos i i hear you wanting to like i can feel carlos's energy it's can, suffering down if, there at the if, bottom he's not used to it he's a he's a star that's not shining if uh if if tan, if dan's team is fueled by spite did fucking, you call me tan i did i was watching psych earlier and that's all i can think of now <laughs> Dan, if Dan's team is fueled by spite, like Carlos's team is just fueled by unbelievable rage, just ungodly rage towards your team specifically, Mike, but at the league in general. Carlos is at least thirty percent fueled by rage directed at me year round. It's it's not a football season thing. It's just pretty just this is that's how he exists so 30 percent fueled by rage is your new team name carlos we're just coming up with two gift. new team names for everybody gift from me to you yeah all right well uh let's just call it an episode then i guess uh thanks dan for stopping by filling in and uh adding some lovely commentary while clyde again spins his whiskey glass like a top what he would use my hands this time Stop spinning the glass. I put it all the way over here. We're we're gonna have to like duct tape you to the fucking chair so can that you can't fidget, him. and all you can do is just get talk into a, a microphone. You're just gonna like wiggle around. Just get him a straw. Well, if you don't think that's gonna make me talk more, you're out of your fucking mind. Uh, well, guys, I'm out of Tom's whiskey, so uh, we gotta go. Bye.